Welcome to Minimalist Chicks, a limited series podcast about two longtime besties on a journey of figuring out how to adult and do it without all the extraness of life. Each week, we'll bring you a different super real and funny episode on living the minimalist lifestyle, from decluttering your kitchen and closet to hoarding keepsakes, and also what it's like trying to be a minimalist wife and mom when your spouse ain't about that life. I'm Brina. And I'm Dina. No relation. And this is Minimalist Chicks. Join us on our journey and subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcasts. For more on the show, check out minimalistchicks.com and be sure to follow us on Instagram and Pinterest for mini inspiration. Get it? Mini inspiration? Minimalism? (laughs) Now let's get started. We chatted with Kenyon Waugh, CEO or WEEO of WeCasa, a tiny house resort in Lyons, Colorado. In 2015, Kenyon, with two other partners, Stephen Beck and Jason Melito, invested their money to buy the former mobile park land where their We Hotel now sits. Today, it's a thriving vacation spot where as many as 10,000 people visit every year. So he's a tiny bit of an expert get it tiny all right so Kenyon Waugh thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Minimalist Chicks we're so excited to have you chatting with us I'm excited to be here thanks so much awesome yeah so uh we'll just get right into it uh where did you get the idea for We Casa um it really started uh, when I got back from uh, finishing a through hike on the Appalachian Trail in 2002. Uh, my wife and I had, uh, we had through hiked from Georgia all the way to Maine in 142 days with uh, only 16 pounds on our back. Wow. So when we came home um, and started, you know, got back to our apartment and started looking around, we're like, wow, we have a lot of stuff. <laughs> and uh, really what we started to think was we really don't need all this stuff. Um, but you know, it's funny how fast you assimilate back into the world of having things. And, sure. uh, we, we don't live in a tiny house, but, um, it's really at that time I started thinking and kind of learning more and more about the tiny house movement. So that was about 15 years ago and just kind of really started to be fascinated with the concept of tiny houses and people being able to get down to, you know, having s- just the basic necessities of what they were interested in and so forth. I didn't necessarily want to live in a tiny house myself, but um, I think that a lot of tiny houses and and tiny house dwellers give the rest of the rest of the population a lot to think about uh, in terms of, Hey, maybe I live in a 3000 square foot house. Could I live in a 2000 square foot house? Um, And I think just the idea of how much, stuff do we really need really kind of got me fascinated in tiny houses in general. Um, so fast forward about 12 years and, um, I had sold my technology company. We live in a beautiful small town in Colorado where we have over a hundred weddings every year, but really no lodging for any of those wedding guests, um, to stay in the closest lodging is about 15 miles away in any direction. So, um, I had some friends and some partners that were interested in looking at some options for a piece of property that was damaged during a a pretty huge flood that we had here in town and uh, had the perfect piece of property and the perfect opportunity. And that's where WeCasa was born. That's awesome. 
So, Kenyon, what kind of people typically stay there? Like, what what do you know about um, the kind of folks who make who make reservations at Wikasa? So, the type of people that stay at Wikasa really fall into three categories. Um, of course, we have a wedding venue on the property, so we do about sixty weddings, sixty plus weddings per year um, that bring about ten thousand wedding guests onto the property every year, and about a third of our guests stay. Um, uh, about a third of the guests that stay at Wikasa are there for some type of event or wedding on our property. Um, the second third is really the folks that are coming in for, um, they're coming into the area. We're really close to Rocky Mountain National Park. We're right in the foothills of Colorado. So people are coming to Colorado for uh, vacation, to visit family, whatever the case may be. And they're just looking for a different uh, a different experience, uh, maybe not staying at the Stanley up in the es- in Estes Park, but wanting to stay in some, some kind of a different uh, situation. And we're centrally located to a lot of different things. And then, of course, the last third um, that come, which are really the most fun in terms of some of our guests, are the tiny house enthusiasts. So we have people that come from all over the world to stay with us um, that are in tiny house enthusiasts. Um, because we have so many different sizes and shapes and so forth, they come and sometimes they'll stay in two or three. They may come for a week and just try out a couple of different tiny houses. But really, those are the three major categories, um, the wedding guests, tourists, and tiny house enthusiasts that come and stay with us at Wikasa. Do you guys have a lot of uh, like returning um, visitors that come back every year or bring more family? We do. Um, it's very common. Uh, we have some, we have some guests in terms of repeatability. We have some, one of my favorite traditions is we have a couple of families that on the last day of school, uh, for their kids, they come two or three families come from the same neighborhood and they stay. That's kind of their tradition. They've done it three years in a row. Um, which is really fun. It's something for the kids to enjoy kind of this kickoff of summer. Um, we do have, um, we have about a dozen people that are trying to stay in every different type of model we have. Um, so they'll come, you know, sometimes they'll come once or twice a month. Sometimes we won't see them for six months or so, but they'll give us a call and say, we really want to stay in number seven. Is number seven open? Or we haven't stayed in number 11 yet. Can we stay in number 11? Uh, and their goal is to come and stay in every single different model that we have. Um, and then of course we have some folks that come every year for other events and we are their hotel of choice. So we are seeing more and more uh, repeat guests. Um, and I think it's really fun when people come and say, well, we stayed in that one last year, but this one's really cool. Or, you know, we don't like this one as much as the, the last two that we've stayed in. So it's really fun to have people come and be experts in our houses and tell us why they're great or why they think things should be different. Kenyon, what do you think about the growing popularity of tiny homes? You've kind of talked about it a little bit, but I think about shows like Tiny Luxury and um, you're seeing like tiny house blogs and a lot of these things kind of pop up more often recently. Um, Are you seeing an impact on your business because of that? You know, we were, it was very serendipitous for us. Uh, We started right about the time all those shows hit television. So um, you know, it was, like I said, it was very, it's more serendipity than us planning it, but definitely I think the shows, the, um, the television programs, as well as the events, um, the tiny house jamboree just had its third year, 
Um, the first year they had it in Denver, they expected 10,000 people to come and 40,000 people showed up. So this year, I think they had over 60,000 people, uh, was down in Arlington, Texas. So, you know, I think the idea of tiny houses is the most recent, uh, manifestation of people looking for ways to not be beholden to their mortgage, uh, or their mortgage company. So, you know, people say our tiny house is a trend. I don't think affordable housing is a trend. If it is, it's been about a hundred year uh, plus trend. Uh, right. But I think that um, tiny houses are just kind of a new way for people to to really try to get that financial independence. Um, and I think that's really what has been drawing people to tiny houses in general. Very cool. Um, I want to kind of get deeper into the We Casa experience. So tell us a, a little bit about how they're styled and really what makes them different ob- besides the obvious smaller size space, but just to kind of take us through the grounds and kind of how you guys have things laid out in terms of the properties. Sure. So uh, we uh, we are on, We Casa is part of a larger property called Riverbend which is a 10 acre property. And we take up about two, uh, maybe two and a half acres of the 10 acres. We have two rows uh, of tiny houses, 11 on each side. So we have 22 total tiny homes for rent. And then we have uh, a tiny house as our office as well. Um, so we have 23 on site. Uh, we have them laid out um, pretty much lined up in a row um, and somewhat close together, but um, some people think they're too close together, but I'll tell you, they're not as close as the two walls um, that you experience when you stay at a hotel by any means. So um, we basically have them uh, lined up around what we call a fairway, which is just a grassy green area that's usually covered with shade in the summer um, where there's some picnic tables and lush green grass for people to to, to play games or just kind of hang out uh, in that area. Um, and then just uh, a little bit outside of uh, kind of the tiny house village, uh, we were, this property is completely surrounded by uh, a river, the St. Brain, that runs right through the property. So we have a beach uh, for the tiny house guests to be able to enjoy. They can go trout fishing. We have a stock trout fun, uh, part of the river is, is stocked with trout. Um, we have horseshoe pits and uh fireplaces and picnic tables all over the property. I think one of the things about Tiny House Resort is that there's a lot more time spent outside of the house or the accommodation and spent out in nature. So um, we have a lot to do and a lot of beautiful scenery and places to sit and just take in nature and the, the beautiful sunshine that we get out here in Colorado over 300 days a year. Um, that sounds so perfect and serene. So it kind of sounds like the best time of year might be more spring or summer. Is that true? You know, it's um, I'm a, I'm a sucker for the four seasons. So every time we transition into a season, I tell everyone that it's my favorite season. Um, <laughs> and, and it really is. Um, I think it's just the change. Um, it, it's We are open year-round um, when there's snow on the ground here. We have 10 acres that you can cross-country ski and snowshoe around and just have a great time in the snow. Um, of course, the spring and summer are just beautiful and sunny and, and have lush lush greens and everything. And then really in October and November, when the leaves start to change and the weddings have went, wound down, they, they usually end in October. Um, it really becomes a very quiet 
and serene place to reflect and kind of enjoy the fall colors and the, the fall sunshine and so forth. So, you know, I'm not a good person to say what season's the best because I love them all, but they all have their own kind of benefits. Um, we have guests that come and stay for the entire month of January um, and they just love it because they can get access to the river and they can walk right into town because we're only about a block from downtown. So it's just a, a nice small town experience really all, to, all throughout the year. What, what's what's the, the age range of most of your uh, visitors there? Do you find them to be like more millennial or older children? Uh, that's been really a fascinating thing for me to see. Um, we had a couple um, this past summer. They came and celebrated their 55th wedding anniversary with us. So, um, and they were so excited to be in a tiny house and stay in a tiny house. Um, we get, um, kids eight, nine, 10 years old that come to us and they come up to me and they start telling me, well, on tiny luxury, I saw this tiny house and let me tell you about blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, it's, I wouldn't say there's a demographic. It's more nice. of kind of an adventurous spirit, psychographic, um, in terms of people willing to kind of go outside or look at things outside of the norm. We get a lot of people that are just starting out um, in their kind of professional adult careers um, that are saying, you know, millennials right now that are saying, hey, I, I just want a place to live and I don't want to have a huge mortgage and I don't really want to deal with seven roommates and all that kind of thing. We get uh, a lot of people that are um, empty nesters. So they're sitting in a 3000 square foot house. Kids are off at school or maybe done with school. And they're saying, what, what are we doing with all this space? And maybe this is a different alternative for us, gives us some flexibility. So it's kind of all over the place. We have yeah. a lot of families that come and, you know, I'll be honest, there's usually one or two people in every group that are tiny house crazy. And the two people with the other people with them are kind of just being dragged along, but they usually all, all, they all leave as enthusiasts, we can say. Or is there a capacity to like the, the, the tiny houses? Like, is there a cutoff? Like no more than 10. <laughs> yeah, we, well, um, that's hard to, that's hard to, uh, enforce during weddings, unfortunately, yeah. but, um, you know, typically we, uh, in hotel speak, we call it pillows. So everybody has a pillow. Um, we have units that sleep two people, have two pillows, up to six. Um, so we have some that have two lofts and a, and a fold-out couch um, that you can sleep six people. But even that house is under 300 square feet. So they better be three people that can get along uh, if they're, <laughs> they're going to be in that small of a space. Um, my daughter had a birthday party there and she had kids in sleeping bags and so forth. I think they had seven or eight kids, um, sleeping in one of our bigger tiny houses. And that was great fun. Can you, what do you think people tend to appreciate most about WeCasa? You know, it's, um, we, we track our feedback and our reviews quite a bit. I think, you know, what people really like about the tiny house, the resort that we have at WeCasa is we communicate with them before they get here. We set the expectations of, you know, this is some things are going to be like a, a chain hotel and some things are going to be a little bit different. Um, I think people really like the variety. And I have to say my staff is just fantastic. I mean, 
almost everyone that leaves comments on how they were able to talk tiny with our staff and they were able to look in other tiny homes because our staff has, you know, kind of told them about them. So I think, you know, people really like a unique experience. And, you know, I used to travel over 180 days a year myself for my job. And I got to a point where I didn't want to stay in chain hotels. I wanted to stay in anything but a chain hotel. And I think a lot of people, especially millennials, um, they're more about the experience than necessarily how big it is or how fancy it is. So I think people like to come and spend some time outside, um, investigate tiny house, kind of have the philosophical discussion over a beer at sunset um, about whether or not they could do it uh, and what they would sell first and those types of things. So I think people, people like it's a, it's a nice friendly place and it's got cool little houses that are all different. And I think that's what uh, really gets people in. Yeah. I, I have a question on your site. Um, I see that it has, more uh, locations coming soon. Do you guys have any plans in the near future for another resort? We uh, we're in negotiations for a lot of different sites. I don't have any uh, announcements to make at this point, but um, what we are doing is WeCasa has licensed our operating model um, and we are working with people that would like to carry the WeCasa name. But at the same time, it's not a franchise because Things that work in Colorado may not work in um, the Blue Ridge, on the, along the Blue Ridge Parkway, or they may, maybe people want things to be a little different in Flagstaff, Arizona. So what we're really good at is um, setting up the model, understanding how tiny houses are different than hotel rooms, how you clean them, how you do those types of things. So okay. we're working with people all across the U.S. right now. Um, we have about 10 opportunities that we're looking at. Um, we're hoping to have some additional locations opened in 2018. Nice. About how much does it cost like to start up a tiny house resort, like a ballpark? Of- um, if you own the land and it's zoned properly and so forth, it would probably be somewhere between 500, uh, 500,000 and a million to get a place started up. Come on, Dina. Let's do it. Right. <laughs> yes. Let me reach back in my back pocket for that. You might be hearing from us. Who knows? Right. Um, and just one final question, Kenya. Any predictions for the future of tiny house travel based on the things you've seen with WeCasa and the feedback you guys are getting? You know, I think, um, you know, I think in terms of a tiny house uh, resort, one of the advantages uh, for us specifically is that the property that we're located on is all in the floodplain. So the ability to, to be able to have the tiny houses on wheels actually creates um, a lot of opportunity for people to put these resorts in areas that maybe other traditional building doesn't fit. So I think, you know, in terms of tiny house resorts and those types of things, you know, our model is we're going to put a tiny house resort where people want to be anyway. And the fact that there's tiny houses just creates a different and uh, unique experience. So um, I think, you know, we like the tiny house model. We started the first year with 10 units because we weren't sure if anybody would show up. Last year we had 17 and this year we have 22 and that puts us at maximum build out for this year. So um, in terms of units in three or four years, in fact, this year we'll take five of the units that were on site this year and we're going to swap them out with with new units that have the amenities that our, our uh, customers ask for. 
which is much harder to do once you've built a three-story hotel where the rooms are a certain dimension and the bathroom's in a certain place and so forth. We can right. swap out our inventory on a regular basis. Um, I, I think that um, one of the things that I'm proud of is uh, about the tiny house resort is we get a lot of community leaders that want to come and understand, could this be a housing option? And there are some, there are some cities like Pasadena and Portland that are allowing people to actually live in tiny houses, whether they be on wheels or um, uh, on a foundation. So I think a lot of what WeCasa does is advocate for tiny houses in general, while we provide a, a very important lodging opportunity for people that want to come to the area. That's exciting. That's exciting. Well, Kenyon, thank you so much for talking with us. We really appreciate it. Um, yeah, appreciate your time. All right, thanks so much. Thank you so much. All right, take care. Okay, well, let's talk tiny. Let's do it. Yeah, but I love um, Wicasa. I lived in Colorado um, for a year, this past year. And um, I had a chance to actually pass through the town um, Lions where Wicasa sits. And it's such a cute little town. Actually, I think I was passing through on the way to a hike with Outdoor Afro um, about a year or so ago. But yeah, it's such a cute little mountain town that's just surrounding the resort. Um, cute little bars and restaurants and yoga studios. So I could totally see myself going to vacation there. It's beautiful. It just kind of sits like up in the mountains and you have these cute little tiny properties you can stay at. I think it's It super sounds cute. good. Did you did you have to pop your ears like while you were up there? Oh, it's not that high. So it's like it's kind of like you're going you're leaving Boulder, you're going into Lions into like a little bit of an incline, but then yeah, there's way more mountain ahead of that. So it's not it's not too bad. If you're not a mountain driver, I, I would say it's that part of the drive isn't isn't far as scary, isn't nearly as scary as, as what's beyond Lions. But oh, well, that's good. As you can tell, I am not a mountain driver. but um, No, thank yeah, you. Yeah, I'm not about that life. No, but, I absolutely do not like driving <laughs> in the mountains. But no, Lions is cute, very safe and easy to drive, drive oh, to. Good. So I would, I would definitely recommend it. Um, another thing, I think it's like the whole concept of tiny house resorts it's such a good way to like invite it's such a good way to invite like friends and family who might be a little skeptical about the tiny idea into like just sampling the minimalist experience um so I love that like most of his the people that come there like for weddings and like other events and because of friends and family in the area like it's such a a great way that you know people are able to draw in their loved ones into this experience. And since you have to be at the wedding anyway, yeah. you know, it's your cousin, it's auntie, might as well be an experience for you also. Exactly. Especially for people who like would have never thought to like stay at a tiny resort um, or who didn't even know about it. Like I didn't even know about tiny house resorts until um, until I moved to Colorado and my coworkers told me about it. I was like, what? There's a tiny house resort here? Like, like seriously? Yeah. So I, I love that about it. Well, I definitely want to go visit the resort. Like, I really want to go and take a vacation there. Um, trying to think of folks who aren't married. Um, 
or who can invite me or what I can plan there. I mean, they have all sorts of events there. Like, you know, it'd be so cute. Think about like your next family reunion at a tiny house resort. What? Like the Johnson family reunion taking over the tiny house resort. <laughs> oh my god, that, that would it. be amazing. But yeah, it's such a, <laughs> I think that would be such an interesting experience like to have with your family. Like think about all your cousins running around. <laughs> can you imagine like the family fish fry oh, in the my middle goodness. of the tiny house that grounds? Like, would be a scene. Or tofu for me. So oh, opinion. no. Tofu. I mean, you know, we could do that. We could fry the tofu. That's not the Johnson family <laughs> reunion. <laughs> Vegetables in Dina's yes, tiny house. Yes, the vegan tiny house on the premises. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for um a wedding. I'm waiting for someone to get married and invite me to their wedding there. Why didn't you have your wedding at a tiny house resort? Ooh, if I could, I would. Do if it. I could, I would. Go for yes. it. We, I, we definitely compromised on the concept for our wedding. We had our wedding. Um, it was very beautiful. It was on the south side of Chicago um, this past fall. Um, it was very gorgeous, very just classy in a ballroom, but um, my ideal wedding fantasy was always to do like a destination wedding slash like family trip like most of my family is like scattered across the united states so like we're very rarely all in the same place at the same time so i always love the idea of like my wedding being like this perfect opportunity to like not only bring everybody together but like to make a big like family like trip out of it and ideally i think it would be so cute if there was like a tiny house resort like on an island I totally would have done my wedding like that. Like that, that would be so like tiny island living wedding extravaganza. Yes. I'm all about it. Oh, I, yeah. I would have totally Invite done that. the family down. Everyone stays in their own yeah. tiny house, their own little compound. And then they come out for the ceremony and then they go back. Yeah. Or even like in the middle of like the grounds. Like I know Kenyon mentioned that a lot of people have their weddings like on site at his resort um there's like this beautiful there's they have beautiful grounds there just surrounded by mountains and um nature so yeah just like in an island island setting i think that would be so cute like just oh that would be so nice your whole family's there exactly they all have their own separate little tiny home and then they can come yeah. out come out to the premises come out to the beach where you're gonna get married again it's such a great concept. Like, you're all there. Your whole family's there. They're all staying in their own separate homes. Like, it's not like a hotel where you have to find people. You have to go into right. the you gotta check elevator in, check, yeah, and go like, down the hall and then go yeah. to the separate hotel where the other family members are staying that, you know, they paid late to come to the wedding. <laughs> so they had to stay a mile away or stay, you know, across the street. It's like all there. You're all there in one resort. Right. Yeah. Own little tiny private experience. I think also for like, for people who are like, you know, they're watching the tiny house TV shows, like, they're they're thinking about it they're like dabbling with minimalism but not quite ready to make the full tiny house jump i think tiny house resorts are such a good way of like testing out that tiny house living before you have to make a big like financial commitment yeah yeah stay for a week stay for a month stay for the summer test it out yeah see if you like it before you make the jump and i think yeah they do they do extended stays at week so like perfect i think it's like four hundred dollars a week 
um and something like a thousand like for the month so like that's perfect especially if you're doing like business travel also like i think that's such a different way to approach business travel if you've got to be at a specific place specific place or city like for um you know several weeks or several months like why not switch it up a bit like you know hotels can be just kind of like secluded and boring sometimes like make an adventure out of it like try a tiny house resort for your next business trip like why not like just have a different experience i wonder what that looks like on the the invoice like when you turn it in like uh, <laughs> like we what is this we 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 cost hey i thought you were saying the yeah. high no I requested to stay at Wicasa. Yeah, it's a tiny house resort. Where'd you stay? It'll be interesting. I know he mentioned um, that they're franchising and expanding um, and bringing that tiny house resort concept into, um, you know, hopefully other cities, you know, across the U.S. It'd just be really interesting to see, like, how that plays out in different, you know, parts of the country. Like, what does the tiny house resort experience look like in a more urban setting or, you know, in L.A. or D.C. or in Houston? Or I think that would be really, really oh cool. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine a tiny house resort in D.C.? That would be everything. I'm all over that. Like a tiny house, like, village, like, on Capitol Hill or something? Like, that would be crazy. That would be very cool. I'm sure very expensive, but very cool. Oh, yeah. Of course. DC. Just, However, yeah. worth the experience. Yeah. You pay for good experiences. Absolutely. Yeah. You I do. think, I mean, that's the whole thing. It's it's something different. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Definitely. And the next time I'm, I'm in Colorado, I am definitely going to be checking out We Casa. Yeah. We have to do it. We have to go. Well, the votes are in. I would stay at a tiny house resort. Dina's going to redo her wedding at a tiny house <laughs> yes. resort. Complete wedding do-over. Just scrap it. Do so exci- I'm so over. excited. Like, what are we going to wear? Oh, I'm so excited. We're going to cut cake. We're going to, well, we're going to cut cake. <laughs> we're going to eat the cake. Dina's not going to eat the cake. Shape. Eat the cake anime. You. And you guys, go stay at a tiny house resort. Yes. If you make that trip, definitely send us an email minimalistchicks at gmail.com and tell us about your experience or if you've been to one before tell us where it was and how it went did you take your family did you take your boo like how did it go let us know so thanks for listening That's it for this week's show. Thanks for joining us and be sure to tune in next week. If you've enjoyed the show, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell another friend. Got a question you'd like to ask or a praise report to share? Send us an email at minimalistchicks at gmail.com. For more information about the show, check out minimalistchicks.com and follow us on the gram and Pinterest at minimalistchicks.